Welcome to the Co-Founders Show. I'm Delphine Koal, your host and the Co-Founders Coach. In this third season, I'm exploring the root cause of tensions and conflicts in the Co-Founders relationship. Whether you just started your partnership or have been going for a few years now, this episode is here to help. Allez, on y va. Let's dig into our next episode. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to the Co-Founders Show. So yes, together we do go further, but along the way, there is a lot of adjustment to do with your business partners. And it's like in any relationship, really. A part of this one, your business is at stake. So today I want to delve into the topic of decision making, a big pivotal aspect of any business partnership that if not handled with care, can become a source of conflict, which is why I want to talk about it today. Decision making is one of the most important things that co-founders have to do together. And to my experience, too many just don't talk about how they want to take decisions, what decision they want to take together, maybe what decision they're happy to take alone with no consultation from the other part. We did see in the last episode, when I talked about the different styles and profiles in the context of the DISC model, that some people like to take fast decisions. Some others need time to reflect and consider all their options. My husband is like that. How can you factor that in your decision process? In the early days of a partnership, Decisions are usually quite easy to take, united by the fresh sail of a shared vision. But as a business grows, the waters you navigate become deeper and the decisions more complex. Also, you get into a pattern of behaviors in terms of how decisions are taken. Sometimes it works, but if it doesn't, it often is too late to raise a topic without it sounding like an attack. An example of decisions I've seen is on the pricing of a project or the payment terms. One partner would agree something with a client without consulting his buddy, thinking they aligned. They've done that, you know, for years. But that decision can raise questions. And I've witnessed resentment being built around that type of decision because the other part doesn't know how to raise it. A part of Why did you offer that price? Why did you agree on those payment terms without checking with me if you had any impact? We usually don't raise it just because it may sound a bit accusatory. Another example is on a bigger decision. The direction of the business, for example, big one. Not all, of course, but some co-founders think they aligned. But the last time they spoke about it was maybe three years ago when they started out. Yeah, it has happened a lot, actually. I've seen it many, many times. So what happened then? Each partner take their own decision based on what they think are the business priorities. But then the other part may think, since when is that a business priority? We didn't talk about it. So why often decision making is not clear? I actually feel I've said that already many times in this series, so there is a theme here, but it's a classic case of topic which is not natural to cover. When you start a business, you talk about 
you know, you sit down around your, your strategies, the market you want to get in, the investors maybe you want to get in, uh, the clients, how you're going to get them. But it's not natural to sit down and ask yourself and your business partner, okay, how do we want to take decisions for our business? What are the steps? Knowing our different styles and needs. What decision do we allow each other to take alone? What decision do we need to take together? And as always, once tensions start to build up, and it's usually not due to one thing only, but decision-making can contribute to it. Then the tensions make it hard to open up the dialogue and review the process. So how do we ensure that decision-making strengthens rather than strains the partnership? As everything in this series, it does begin with dialogue. It's about creating a decision-making process that's inclusive, transparent, and aligned with both your business goals and personal values. To facilitate this, let me offer you three guiding questions to bring to your next strategy meeting. Question one, how do our individual strengths complement our decision-making? Acknowledge each other's expertise and decide how to leverage these trends in various aspects of the business. So to give you a very specific example, I've interviewed for this very podcast two sisters, twin sisters actually, who run a marketing agency together in Monaco. And they both work with clients, but they have very clear roles and responsibilities within the business. One is, for example, the CFO. So she's taking the lead on running the finances making sure that they get paid, that they pay their suppliers on time, etc. The other one is the CMO. And so she's taking the lead on the marketing strategy, on marketing action. And they agreed that they would consult each other on big decisions. And they defined what big means. But otherwise, they're just responsible for their area. They just run it and let the other one know for information, but don't get them to approve some of their decisions. And a mistake many business partners do is to actually want to be involved in all the areas of the company. You don't have to. Question two. What processes can we establish to take decisions effectively in a balanced way? This is all about breaking down all the types of decisions which need to be considered in the business. So by all the type, it's like, you know, decision on finance, decision on the team, so really go into granular detail. And then for each type, it's about breaking down all the steps to take that decision. So for some types, it can be a quick process. Okay, on this, if I have a, a query on an invoice, I call you and we agree on the spot. For others, it may require a proper meeting. Maybe you organize in your diary a set time, a weekly, maybe monthly, when you know you can bring those topics which need to be discussed and agree on. Having a set time can help to be less disruptive in your interactions, if that works for you. And the third question is, how will we navigate these agreements to reach a decision that propels us forward? Haha, <laughs> that's a big one. It's probably the most critical question, as many people, for different reasons, would just tend to avoid having a disagreement. They don't want the confrontation. They don't want to get into a conflict. 
But what I'm talking about is not about avoiding the conflict. It's about managing the disagreement constructively to find solutions that resonate with your shared vision. So to conclude, if you never talked about how you want to manage decision making with your business partner, I encourage you to create an occasion to talk about it. As I record this episode, we are in January 2024, so beginning of the year, it's perfect timing to review how you want to work together. I know some of those discussions may be challenging, but they are the bedrock of resilient partnership. And even if you don't have any issue now, if it's not clear, issues may arise in the future. So I'll repeat the three questions in case you want to write them down. The first question is, how do our individual strengths complement our decision-making? The second question, what processes can we establish to take decisions effectively in a balanced way? And question three, how will we navigate disagreements to reach a decision that propels us forward? Thank you so much for listening and I'll be back next week to talk about the importance to take your place into the partnership as a leader. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Co-Founders Show. If you're currently experiencing tensions with your business partner and it's starting to impact your business or even your mental health, I can help you to overcome those tensions, reconnect and realign. Get in touch with me on LinkedIn or at delphine.coal.org. I can work with you as a team of co-founders or one-to-one if that's what you need right now. And finally, if you liked this episode, I would be so grateful if you could give the podcast a five-star rating. Also, you can share it with other co-founders in your network who may learn from it. A bientôt!